0: H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. Tossing and turning all night like a salad, it's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tenasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant I'm Jill, and I'm a sober scientist who talks about the science and psychology of addiction. There are a lot of things that influence developing an addiction, and none of them are that we're weak-willed losers. In the Sober Powered podcast, you'll learn how and why addiction develops, how alcohol changes the brain to keep us drinking, and most importantly, that you're not alone. The things you experience are experienced by many of us. Welcome back to the Sober Powered Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about what happens when you binge drink. I'll explain the effects that binge drinking has on different parts of the body, and you'll learn more about alcohol overdose poisoning. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to share a story of a family friend who experienced alcohol overdose poisoning. So let's dig in. According to the CDC, one in six U.S. adults binge drinks about four times a month and they consume an average of seven drinks during each binge. Binge drinking is defined as drinking enough alcohol to raise your blood alcohol concentration to 0.08 grams per deciliter or above. For men, this is usually five or more drinks in two hours. And for women, it's four or more drinks in two hours. Women metabolize alcohol differently than men do and are more at risk for alcohol-related health effects from binge drinking. I talked about this a bit in episode 6 when I discussed how we metabolize alcohol and in episode 43 about drinking to cope. It's very easy to binge drink, though. If you drink one bottle of wine, that's already five drinks. And most of us know it's not that hard to drink one bottle of wine to yourself. Alcohol can basically enter every tissue in the body and negatively impacts our organs. It's not just our liver and brain that get affected, it's everything. People will justify that their drinking isn't that bad or that they don't need to quit because they only drink on the weekends, but binge drinking is very bad for the body. The GI tract gets impacted by alcohol the most because it's directly exposed to alcohol immediately after we consume it and before any of it is broken down. If you listened to episode 58 about why alcohol causes cancer, then you may remember that the chance of developing any type of GI tract cancer is greatly increased by abusing alcohol. Binge drinking can result in a loss of intestinal barrier integrity because alcohol-induced injury to the gut can occur. So if you think about it, our GI tract is exposed to the outside world. So just like our skin protects us from bacteria and other stuff getting into our body, our GI tract needs a similar barrier. So alcohol can disrupt and damage our intestinal barrier leading to bacteria and toxins getting absorbed into the bloodstream. There have been a few studies in healthy human volunteers that looked at endotoxin levels in blood after binge drinking and they found a significant increase in endotoxin levels and bacterial DNA, which suggests that the bacteria came from the GI tract. Endotoxin is a part of a bacterial cell that is released when the cell breaks apart after it dies. It's something that gets recognized by the immune system and attacked, and high levels of endotoxin can result in septic shock. At my previous job, I was producing therapeutic antibodies for animal studies, and we had to constantly test our equipment and proteins that we produced for endotoxin because having a contamination like this could kill the animals because it can create such a strong immune response. Once my equipment was contaminated with endotoxin, though, it took a lot of effort, sometimes days worth of effort, to get rid of the contamination. So because alcohol is disrupting our GI tract, things that normally wouldn't be able to get into our bloodstream now have access to our bloodstream. And one of those things is endotoxin, which is a product of bacteria and not something that you want in your bloodstream. Studies have found that alcohol decreases the diversity of our gut microbiome and can cause bacterial overgrowth. It decreases the amount of good bacteria that we have, and bacteria can actually break down alcohol into acetaldehyde. They have alcohol dehydrogenase, which is the same enzyme that we use to break down alcohol and they can produce acetaldehyde in the GI tract, which is very toxic and causes the most damage to the body. So go back and listen to episode 58 on cancer. I talked about acetaldehyde throughout the entire episode. The lymphatic system is a network of tissues and organs that help get rid of toxins and waste products. So it transports a fluid called lymph, which contains white blood cells that fight infection. Lymphatic vessels run throughout the body and are connected to lymph nodes. That's why your lymph nodes may become swollen when you have an infection. So the tonsils and spleen are a part of the lymphatic system too. Preclinical studies have shown that binge drinking increases lymphatic permeability and inflammation of the adipose tissue surrounding the lymphatic system. So I just said a lot, but adipose tissue is fat. And lymphatic permeability is the same thing that's happening in the GI tract where things that normally wouldn't enter our bloodstream can now get past our intestinal barrier because alcohol is disrupting it. So it's been found that inflammation of the fat tissue surrounding the lymphatic system leads to altered insulin signaling, which can increase the risk for insulin resistance and metabolic syndrome. The GI tract has the highest exposure to alcohol, but the second place that gets the most exposure to alcohol would be the liver. So I have a whole episode about cirrhosis, that's episode 52, if you wanna learn more about how alcohol affects the liver. I covered it so in depth in that episode, so I'm not gonna repeat it here, but studies have found that binge drinking specifically is a major trigger of the progression from fatty liver to alcoholic hepatitis. A 2010 study published in Hepatology found that mice who binge drink had elevated liver enzymes, specifically AAT, more inflammation and more fat in their liver compared to mice who were exposed to chronic alcohol consumption, meaning drinking often or even daily, but not binge drinking. So binge drinking specifically can increase the inflammation and the amount of fat that is accumulating in the liver, which progresses liver disease. A 2016 study found that chronic and binge drinking caused minimal pancreatic injury, but chronic plus binge drinking caused significant cell death, alterations in glucose and insulin, inflammation, and oxidative stress. So they looked at mice who were divided into four groups, the negative control, so they didn't drink, chronic drinkers, meaning they drank every day, but did not binge, binge drinkers, and chronic drinkers who also binged. So they found that the group who drank daily and binged on some of the days had the most damage to the pancreas, including the activation of cytochrome P450E21, which is an enzyme you might be familiar with if you've listened to this podcast before. So this enzyme helps process alcohol, but not in normal social drinkers. So I talked about this enzyme in a few previous episodes, but most recently in episode 58. So when we drink too much alcohol for the liver to handle, other methods become activated like this P450 enzyme. This does not get turned on in social drinkers. And the problem here is this enzyme is really not supposed to be processing alcohol. It just does it out of necessity. And in the process, it also produces free radicals, which damage the body and cause cancer. So this is why the pancreas is damaged by alcohol abuse abuse and people can eventually develop pancreatitis. So as we abuse alcohol, other organ systems come in to help process all of it because the liver just cannot keep up and in the process they get damaged too. Plenty of studies have found that binge drinking is associated with an increase in blood pressure. Way back in episode 17, I spent the entire episode discussing how alcohol affects the heart. So I'm just going to stick to binge drinking for this episode, but go listen to episode 17 if you want like a comprehensive overview of the heart. A 2014 study looked at data from 52 countries and found that binge drinking is associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular comorbidities like stroke, myocardial infarction, and sudden death. Binge drinking can also cause holiday heart, which is also called acute atrial fibrillation. So AFib is a type of arrhythmia that causes a rapid heartbeat and poor blood flow and can result in death. Holiday heart is temporary and can occur just after like one night of binge drinking. But with enough alcohol abuse, it can become a permanent condition. I was really scared of developing this because I got holiday heart on basically a weekly basis. Back when I was drinking, my resting heart rate was in the 80s and I never felt good because of it. And when your resting heart rate is that high all the time, it's not good for your heart. So you want your resting heart rate ideally to be below 80. So the obvious cognitive risk of binge drinking is blacking out, which makes us vulnerable to dangerous situations, getting injured or something worse. Binge drinking also has a major impact on the developing brain and can cause structural changes to the brain for high school and college age kids, specifically their reward center. So this makes them more vulnerable to developing addiction issues later in life. I have a whole episode about how alcohol affects the developing brain, back in episode 29. So besides blackouts, binge drinking can cause us to pass out and to become so sedated that we stop breathing. And combining alcohol with prescription drugs increases this risk. It's possible to develop alcohol overdose poisoning, which occurs when there is so much alcohol in your bloodstream that the areas of the brain controlling basic functions like breathing, heart rate, and temperature control begin to shut down. Vomiting is one symptom, but other symptoms include seizures, slow heart rate, bluish skin and very low body temperature, and dulled responses. One of the dangers of alcohol overdose is that it can cause someone to vomit and choke on it. When your blood alcohol concentration gets very high and the parts of your brain that like keep you alive, start not working as well. This can interfere with signals in the brain that control automatic responses like our gag reflex. And without a gag reflex, a person is in danger of choking on their own vomit and dying from lack of oxygen. So I had a family friend who had alcohol overdose poisoning a few years ago. So this person was known for binge drinking and passing out at parties. He'd get super drunk and then eventually just fall asleep. And it was really normal and it didn't surprise anyone when this happened. One time though, he was at a party and this happened again. And his friends apparently moved him to another room so he could sleep it off. And they checked on him occasionally. The problem was though, he had alcohol overdose poisoning and his friends were not aware of that. Since his typical behavior was to binge drink and pass out, no one really thought much of it, when he did it this time. When his friends checked on him, he had stopped breathing. So what happened was he lost his gag reflex, like I described a couple minutes ago, and choked on his own vomit when he was passed out. And that caused him to stop breathing. He went to the hospital and they were able to get him breathing again, but the lack of oxygen to his brain caused such severe brain damage that he never recovered and passed away. He was in his early 30s. And unfortunately, this story isn't all that uncommon. According to the CDC, six people per day died from alcohol overdose poisoning on average between 2010 and 2012, which is about 2,200 people per year. So the scary thing about this is you've had so much alcohol that it starts shutting your body down and your body can't even function normally and keep you alive because there's so much alcohol in your brain that it just stops working. So this episode is not meant to scare you in any way if you're still drinking or you know people who binge drink, but it can be really dangerous and if you have no control, over how much you drink once you start, then you're much more susceptible to developing alcohol overdose poisoning. And if you are one of my listeners who is a social drinker, then the best thing that you can do for your health and something that I tell my husband, who's a social drinker, is to really try not to binge drink because of all of the health consequences that I was just discussing in this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would really appreciate if you could share it so that we can get this out there and help more people. And I'll talk to you next week mm <smart noise>